You are listening to the Sermon Podcast from House for All Sinners and Saints. We are a congregation of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, located in Denver, Colorado. And you can find out more about us at houseforall.org. Grace, peace, and mercy are yours from the triune God. Amen. If I were to give this sermon a title, it would be this, From Head to Heart. In my youth, as many of you knew, I grew up Lutheran, and I thought that that meant that I had to have the right words and the right thoughts about God. God was a thought project. And believe it or not, it wasn't until my dancing with evangelicalism that I did not, that I first was able to experience a relationship with Jesus and with God that was personal, that was I could feel in my body, that I could talk to God. I don't know why, but it didn't take until then. Maybe it was the music. Maybe it was the dissolving of space between God and I. There was something about evangelicalism, minus the problematic theology and emotional manipulation. So when I began my week of training two weeks ago, spiritual direction, my prayer was that I would move from head to heart like I had done in my youth, because somehow I had gotten back into my head only. And within minutes of the the training starting, I was in full-blown tears. I can't even begin to explain how much I needed this. This learning, this bearing of my soul and hearing the souls bared of others. And it was so hard. You all know me that I seldom like to be quiet. But one of the things of spiritual direction is you have to learn to be quiet so that you can listen to God. It took me the first, and I counted, about 36 to 48 hours to learn how to be silent and quiet myself so that I could listen to the Spirit. And by the end of it, they put us in a last presentation And this guy kept on talking and I just wanted to say, sit down and shut up so I can talk to God and be silent. Me being the one that always wanted to talk is now the one that wanted to be quiet. After, and somehow during this time, it scared me because I felt the closest to God that I'd ever felt. It hearkened me back to those days within evangelicalism. And how can that be? Because I am born and bred Lutheran. After years and years, I was in union and communion with God. And it simply brought me to my my knees and brought me to tears. You see, my close, intimate relationship with God always made me feel like I was crazy. 
because I actually do talk to spirit. I actually do discern sometimes a voice, sometimes a shift, sometimes a movement deep inside of me that simply cannot be of me. How could I, a messed up sinner, possibly feel and experience God the Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and of you and of me? How could I possibly experience Christ, the Word made flesh, or the Holy Spirit, the breath of life? And how could I, now a pastor, feel like God was only a thought process? And it embarrasses me to confess that even though I preach about God in a way that has been a balm for your souls, I am not convinced of it myself. When I read this text over for the week, after being on the mountaintop for a week, of feeling the closest to God I have ever felt in my life, I resonated with God so, so much. In our gospel, we hear of this crazy guy named John. He literally was called crazy as he walked around and ate strange things for sustenance and proclaimed, prepare ye, and we can sing the beginning from God's spell. And I can guess that he was also seen as crazy. Yet deep down, he was convinced of his power because of God within his own being. Out of John's conviction of God's being within himself, having traveled from head to heart himself, John does not say, believe this or believe that. John merely says, proclaims, prepare the way, make paths, although I disagree with its straightness. These are actions, embodiments, something I have come to relearn as I complete 5Ks. I cannot think my way through a 5K. I really wish I could, but I can't. It takes the silence and the surrendering of myself to allow the spirit to blow me wherever she sees fit. I breathe her in and I breathe her out. She talks with me and I talk with her. I feel God's strength in me as my heel strikes the wet sidewalk. I feel her sweet caress as she proclaims the holiness, the parts of my body that I have come to despise she dares claims as holy. We know God through our bodies, through our hearts, and yet we still forget. When John, you and I finally encounter this Jesus, the word made flesh who comes to be baptized, John and us deny our bodies and we crawl back into our heads. Notice John immediately says, no, 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 you have to do this. We have to do this the right way. 
as if his rationality, his brain needs to have this done the right way. We somehow try to think and systematize instead of surrendering, instead of surrendering to the embodied, the real mystery in front of us, within us. We deny our bodies, our humanness as being unworthy, unworthy of baptizing the very one who will save us. Dr. Gaffney, the person that has translated this year of lectionary text for us, uses a beautiful phrase. She simply translates translate John as saying, let it go. I hear Jesus telling John and us to let go of the denial of our worthiness because we are humans. I hear Jesus telling John and us to let go of our hesitations, to let go of our problematic contexts of religious trauma surrounding our real experiences of God, to let go of our rigid frameworks, to let go of our brains and need for order, and instead surrender to the mystery incarnate, to return to our hearts this intimate relationship with God, to return to our bodies, our bodies and hearts that were made in the image of God, the ones God dared to call good before we could develop an excuse or contradiction. And when we do, the heavens will open up and maybe the weather will even change. Not because we said the best words, but because we were silent enough in mind to be able to feel God's power within our very beings. Open your hearts to the one who desires to be in union and communion with her creation. For you, in your embodied self, beloved, God is well pleased. And because of that, we will sing of the greatness of God. Amen. You've been listening to the sermon podcast from House for All Sinners and Saints. If you would like to support the ongoing ministry of our church, please visit our website at houseforall.org giving.